I mean, I'd already pressed it before you even said three. Yeah, I'd already so. pressed it as well. <laughs> You're <laughs> kidding me. I mean, You're top fucking to kidding me. I mean, I'm a top to you. Fuck y'all. Y'all could have let me have this moment. You could have let me have this moment. <laughs> that was fucking Sorry. bullshit. I'm getting my cap. Fuck y'all for the rest of this episode. You get your cap. Season finale, my ass. <laughs> Hi everybody and welcome to uh, Chad's season six uh, season finale. <laughs> Hanky. Yeah, it is hey, Hanky. You're that big boy. I thought you said you were going to get your cat. I was going to get my cat. That's a big ass cat. No, my dog was closer. I'm going to go get my cat. He's a dog. To be fair, to be fair, the cat that I was going to get isn't far from in weight as this dog. So fair play. Yeah. They're the same thing. Yeah, true. True. Speaking of glasses, I'm pissed, okay? Because I pulled these out of my bag earlier. You'll be able to spot it in the bonus episode you've just done when I've been looking that way. But I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> because the arms fucking come off. And I'm not if talking you didn't like... didn't say a fucking word, I wouldn't have noticed. Oh, oh yeah, no. <laughs> and it's not the screw. Like, it sheared off completely. Like, I, so I'm literally... There's a little tiny bit that's still like... So, yeah, I... Yeah, so that luckily I'm wearing my headphones, so they do just sit just right. So I'm kind of got to position myself like that for the rest of the night. So he's just, yeah. I'm Rowan good. sitting profile. Yeah, style. just <laughs> the whole way through, just giving my good side. <laughs> well, if you're listening to this right now, just know that we recorded one hell of a bonus episode before we got here. We so if you want to be a part of that... Please join our Patreon. Give us your money. We will give you extra content. Ryan's already said he's going to start at OnlyFans. If you want pictures of me and Jess's feet, we're going to give them to you for a price. Where's Ty? Are OnlyFans? No, no I just said you were starting on OnlyFans. <laughs> I didn't say shit else about the rest of us. Sorry, no, no, I, cu- I couldn't hear. I was blowing my own ears out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm starting an OnlyFans. Um, I had my feet pedicured the other day, and I thought, you know what? These no, bitches no, 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 you missed that too. The feet are mine and Jess's market. So I'm you setting up the profile. You can do OnlyFans your... and hair. Oh, I've got plenty of that shit going <laughs> Like, do you have any idea? Like, I'm sure people pay, like, money for, like, armpit hair and shit. You should look into it and then cut me a profit because I gave you the idea. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> I like how this is turning to a, a legit business proposition. You should look into looking at selling hair pics. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I mean... I've heard a lot of people are into it. I just... I don't have the realty, but I think that you do. Oh, I do. Oh, I do, 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 do. I've um, hugged you. I know. Yeah. You're a hairy man. <laughs> Strangely enough, I actually saw a um, picture of Sean Connery when he was younger in was, doing was his he movies. Hairy? He, yeah. And it wasn't, Ryan is actually isn't far off the same shape. Really? Like, lots Babe, up here, down to a narrow bit. Cosplay and down. sell that shit is what I'm saying. 
It's nice to know that he this just doesn't is have a, the he just doesn't have the build that Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm just okay. missing that. Okay, like, hold, on, structure. hold on, wait, 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 wait. Just rotate it back. Um, cosplay Photoshop, and then sell that shit, and give me a profit for giving you the idea. Thank you, thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> How the fuck did we get talking about my body hair? I mean, one thing I will say, I, no I mean, I mean, like you said, when you said you hugged me, you wanted, you did question. I mean, when you hugged me, I was wearing a very similar t-shirt to like I am now. Mm-hmm. The padding that is. <laughs> How did you word it exactly in the chat again? How like was... I'm not sure, but I will. I'll try to like describe to you how it felt, okay? Because like hugging Ryan, and he's like in one of those like. You know, little, like a wife beater, like T-shirts, not like the tank top, but like just the cotton I was t-shirt. wearing a tight, well, yeah, white T-shirt. So that's a thin fucking layer between skin at any capacity. When you add that layer of hair in between it, it's like a Brillo pad kind of underneath the T-shirt <laughs> and it kind of bounces back and it's like, oh my God, babe, I didn't know you were that hairy. That's exactly it. You poor yeah. soul. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. And in the chat, I, th- I don't know how exactly you worded it, but it was something along the lines of like, like how hairy are you, Ryan, or something like that. Because when, yeah, when you hug me. Because yeah, you... I was comparing how thick your was to that thin ass t-shirt. Yes, and I'm it, sorry, my hair I is thicker like than my just... <laughs> But I can, like, when I'm doing it now, like when I press my hand on my chest, like it bounces back. <laughs> like <laughs> it does. I have hiccups now. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm going to try and tell the story without hiccuping. I just. (laughs) I just (laughs) came off of a Disney trip. Immediately following the Disney trip, what happens? Oh, I'm hiccuping. Fuck. Fuck it. This is the season finale. (laughs) What happens immediately after our Disney trip? Because what else should I expect from fucking visiting Florida? My entire goddamn family gets COVID and we give it to our entire goddamn family. Oh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. So. I'm just like. We're. We should be glad that I'm functioning <clears throat> right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because I really should not. I shouldn't have gone to work today. I did. Not that, like, I was contagious or, like, all that symptomatic. But, like, I was just tired. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if you weren't here and if I weren't here... Dougie would be closing out the season on his own. Like we did, we jokingly said last week, fuck it, Dougie, just close us out on your own next week. <laughs> and I said that would be a complete and utter failure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the episode Maybe would be I done would by never now. never do that to you. <laughs> yeah. But like, in all honesty, if like me, me hiccuping is the thing that's like the fucking, you know, straw that breaks some people's back, y'all better be glad I showed the fuck up. <laughs> like i'm all emotional i'm all physically exhausted do you know did y'all see that my son lost his first tooth at disney we did yeah like those are a lot of fucking 
moments to happen at one time. I'm meaning to ask. My... Sorry, no, go on, because mine's completely different. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Ask what you got to ask. Are you asking about the tooth pulling? Because I do want to talk about that for no, a I was, No, moment. I was going to ask. My, my query was, did you fly or did you drive? No, baby, we drove. You drove? Yeah, because, honey, here's the thing. Like, an eight-hour drive to me doesn't sound that bad, and I'll tell you why. I Is that all it was? Eight to, hours? Yeah, which I flew to St. Louis once, and um, as someone who has the amount of anxiety that she does, <laughs> like, flying is not my gig. Like, right. if I fly somewhere, that's a good way to get me on a no-fly list entirely. <laughs> Like, me and flying <laughs> don't fucking mix unless I am pissed drunk. Yeah, and That's sometimes, just they're, and how sometimes it is. they let you fly when you're pissed drunk. No, they won't let you fly when you're pissed drunk, which I think is a fucking tragedy because... It is a fucking tragedy. I don't want to remember that I was so many fucking feet up in the air. See, that's why I got plastered once I was on the plane coming back no 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 no. i i need to know beforehand like i don't want to know what the fuck i'm thinking about before i make a decision like that <laughs> but yeah my son he yeah we went to disney everything was all fine and gravy my son even lost his first tooth there and i had to be the one to pull out the tooth mm. which was horrendous mm. and i'm gonna tell you why the reason why I did it is because if I didn't do it, he was going to swallow it at breakfast. Like, it was barely hanging on. That's gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. And I'm like, if I don't get this tooth out, he's going to swallow it. And if he swallows it, what if he chokes? Or what if he asks about his tooth later? So I'm just holding this dude's motherfucking jaw. And I'm like, oh, let mommy look at the tooth while I have a napkin wrapped around my fingers. And I'm just like, oh, and hoping he doesn't notice. He notices for a second, but then is like, oh, that's not that bad. My tooth's gone. I'm going to get money tomorrow. Hell yeah. <laughs> and the very next morning, that kid was all about looking underneath his pillow. He did not give a fuck. He didn't say good morning to me. Didn't say good morning to his daddy. He went straight for underneath the pillow. Mine's got to hustle, you know. <laughs> well, for a first tooth at Disney, he did get $20, which he was allowed Holy to use. Shit. For a tooth? Well, look for his first tooth at Disney. <laughs> Where the fuck are my pliers? Yes. Oh no, no. For, his, for his first tooth at Disney, I figured it had to be special. I'd give him, you know, a little moolah. And he used that to order a tank of his choice off of Amazon. And yeah, but no, the tooth fairies uh, rates are going down after this. This was a one-time special occurrence. I was going to say, I want your fucking tooth fairy. Let me yank my teeth mm -mm. out. <laughs> no, no, no. Her rates are going down. No, no, her rates her rates are going down significantly after this tooth. I remember I specifically, you. I always got a pound a tooth. That was it. I never got any more than that. It was a it was one pound 
for one tooth? No, sometimes I would I get three quarters. Oh, damn. <laughs> sometimes I would get three or four quarters, but that was it. Like, I don't I don't necessarily remember getting, like, bills, but I do remember always getting coins. Yes, yeah, CFCR, our, our, like, pound would equivalent to your dollar. So, yeah. y- y- you know, just, just for argument's sake. But, yeah, so it would always be coins for me. And we were like, oh, yeah. Whereas if I woke up and saw a note under my pillow... I'd be like, fuck yeah, like Charlie at the chocolate factory, I got a golden fucking ticket. Like, (laughs) well, he's my one and only boy, so whatever. He got $20, he bought a tank, whatever. And be in the comment section. What's the biggest amount you got for uh, for losing a tooth? We want to know. Let's get a war going on here. Let's see who, let's see who oh, got paid yeah. the most for losing it. How drunk were your parents when putting money under your pillow? <laughs> like, <laughs> how bad Disclaimer. did they shake it out of hand? I saw a Disclaimer clip online. Was not drunk. <laughs> I saw a clip online, and uh, it was his son shouting to his dad. It was like from a from a like indoor Amazon Ring cam or something. And he was like, Dad, the tooth fairy left me $100. And he was like, what? Like, no, fairy, tooth fairy don't leave $100. And he was like, wait, is that a $100 bill? Yeah. And he shoots up and goes straight for his wallet. And he's like, <laughs> fuck, and throws it back down. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed the 100 instead of the yeah, 1. <laughs> yeah, he fucked up. <laughs> Oh, fucking brilliant. Oh, man. Oh, that kid's going to be disappointed for the next two years. <laughs> yeah. The tooth fairy overpaid you, so this is done. that's done you for the whole mouth. Like, that's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for all future teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you lose. She was just cutting down her expenses. She just thought, pay it all in one go, job done. <laughs> I promise I will swear to you, if my child lost his tooth at any other place but Disney... It probably would have been like a dollar at most five, but with him being at Disney, I was like, "Yes, yeah, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different." I was like, "We have to make it special," and I don't know how to make it special except for giving him more money, which I have a There's problem doing fa- anyway. Special tooth fairies at Disney, yeah. Yes. The only other way you could do it is to put butter under the pillow. <laughs> I could have done that, and I would have been just fine. <laughs> But he would have been like, but I get this every day. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong either. I feel bad for that. But, like, the motherfucker loves butter. I'm just ready for Dougie to tell me stories. Yes. So, Dougie, you are closing us out today. Yes. Um, What have you got? With an interesting one. Okay. We like interesting. Um, Let me make you full screen, baby. Fuck down. Now. The one I'm doing is Christopher Robin Worrell. Who's uh So just leave it a Christopher killer. So just leave it a Christopher Robin and you've already got uh the Brits attention. <laughs> no, you've got our attention too, for real. Um it's from this one's from South Australia. They think about seven victims. Right. For this one. Ooh, Rain, okay. uh between 19, December 1976 and February 1977. And ranging okay, from that's a lot of, in a short period of time. Yeah, ranging in age from 15 up to 26. So 
Over a seven-week period in the Australian summer of 1976 to 77, the bodies of seven young women, 15 to 26 years, were discovered near Adelaide. There was actually two people involved with this, um, but the main person is Christopher Worrell. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot what the other guy's name. His surname is Miller. Anyway, Miller and his accomplice, Christopher Worrell, picked up the victims, most of were hitchhikers, raped and murdered them. Um, all had been strangled, often used on the nylon cord, though there was suspicion that the last victim had been buried alive. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, that's one of, like, my... You know how, like, you have, like, just those weird fears, like, drowning and yeah. shit like that. Like, that's one of mine. I don't even think that's, like, an irrational fear. I think this is a genuine, common, shared fear being buried alive. God, that's fucking treacherous. Okay. So these are called the tru Truro murders. Okay. Not easy to pronounce. No. T-R-U-R-O. <laughs> Truro. Truro. <laughs> Back to the spelling. I was going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> so um, a guy was collecting mushrooms in the bushland near Truro, South Australia, in April of 1978. What and kind of mushrooms were you trying to get? <laughs> just normal mushrooms. Sure. Just mushrooms. Sure. They, don't, they didn't specify that. So, <laughs> um, When he discovered the scattered remains of a young woman, it was the first, first body to be uncovered in the murder, the murder investigation. Um, police investigating the scene were definite that the woman had met foul play, as is often in the case of murder. Yes. That's what yeah. I wrote here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> um, she'd been dumped there, of course. woman was identified as teenager Victoria Knight. Oh, uh, she was 18. So the victims were Victoria Knight, 18, Tanya Kenny, 15, Juliet Makaita, 16, Sylvia Pittman, 16, Vicky Howell, 26. This surname I'm going to stuff up, but Connie Yordanides. It's, yeah. I, I yep. apologise if I said that wrong. It's, yeah, she was 16 and Deborah Lamb was 20. They found, identified her as Victoria Knight. The case would remain open as no clues were found with the body to suggest a suspect. Later in 78, another young woman's body was found near the Murray Bridge, east of Adelaide. The body was skeletal and identification was difficult, but there was, they were identified as belonging to 20-year-old 20 Maria Dickinson. She went missing eight months earlier and she's not even in the list of the ones. So she is completely different. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually weird, but this one was put in but here. But she was almost... She went missing eight months earlier. Evidence showed she'd been shot through the head. So this one was not actually part of this crime. No. So it's weird that it's, they it's... just happened to find her... But they think it's really... ...about the same time period, but she died a completely different way to all the rest. Wow. 
and there's no other mention. I've realised there was no other mention of her in any of thing I was researching yeah. on this murder. So, so it was almost like um, she was she was one that like settled the like pro- probably the rest of it off. Well, it's because that was, Veronica was the first one, mm-hmm. then she was the second one that was found. I think it was because it was around Adelaide somewhere. Yeah, but all the others were actually in the same right. Roughly the same area, the bodies were dumped. The following March, the body of Lina Marciano, also 20, and also not another, not one of the, what the hell? I'm just realizing that <laughs> no, there was this is the second well. one that's not even part of it. She was 20 and found at the rubbish tip in Adelaide. She had been abducted, severely bashed, and stabbed numerous times. Police were concerned that the last two murders were connected. So those two probably were connected to someone else. Someone else, but not. But they're not actually in the list of the victims of one. these two that I'm talking about. Yeah. So it just happened to coincide about the same time that they were finding all these other ones. That well, it sparked a search, like because yeah, all three women have been reported missing within a two month period. Yeah. So okay. All around the same time. Yeah. And then it so, was um, yeah. So the police checked for other missing persons reports and were interested to find that many young women had been reported missing from December 1976 onwards, including Veronica Knight. The pattern was too frightening to ignore. Young women had been abducted. The police began an investigation that the disappearance of seven women may be the work of a serial killer. A profile was drawn up. A local man, sex offender, more than likely to have been released from jail just prior to the first abduction and may have returned since the last one. Police kept investigating the abductions and murders, trying not to raise suspicions of the killer. On Easter Sunday, 1979, the remains of Sylvia Pittman, I'm just checking, yep, she was one of them, (laughs) was discovered near Truro, a mere two kilometres from the site where Veronica Knight had been found a year earlier. Sylvia was on the list of missing girls. The media got wind of the case and the story was splashed across the country. Newspapers offered rewards of $10,000 cash to catch the killer and the government increased its reward to 30000 Wow. The reward offer brought some results. A man approached police to tell them that a friend of his had an unusual conversation with James Miller. Miller had told the woman that he and another man, Christopher Worrell, were responsible for the murders. The conversation had taken place on February 22nd, 1977, so not long after. Yeah. <clears throat> As a little twist, this was, that conversation was two days after Worrell had died in a car accident. <gasps> what? Uh, I will get to that at some point. Shut up. But, um, and it was also eight days after the last abduction. Right. The woman who, Miller, I apologise to the listeners, whoever wrote this piece, seems like English is not their first language. <laughs> Got <it. laughs> sentence, so I was just... trying to read it before and it's like, oh, hey, what? Sorry. Um, <laughs> look, look, we've yeah, got listeners was... from all over and we love all of you and all of your abilities to communicate with us. Yeah. It's almost like Ryan wrote it. 
Um, (laughs) 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 The woman who Miller had told the story to um, made a formal police statement. She told police that Miller and Worrell would often pick up gay men, go back to the man's house and rob them, threatening to tell others they were gay. Miller was gay and Worrell was his lover. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that makes still, things Worrell, a little more interesting. Worrell was more bisexual. Was bisexual right. So, um, but Miller was gay. Right. He didn't go near women. Miller went on to tell her that he and Chris would pick up pick girls up and kill them. She questioned Miller further and he said that Chris was responsible for the actual murders but he felt he was to blame because he couldn't stop him. Um, Worrell would... Bloody tongue twisters. (laughs) Worrell, I'm going to say Worrell because that was easier, (laughs) would rape the women they picked up and strangle them. Miller admitted he only drove the vehicle. Damn. Um, he told the woman that he could take her to the place near Truro and show her the bodies of, um, of the victims, but she didn't believe him. She thought he had said there had been about six victims that the killings had increased just before Worrell had been killed. The woman decided not to tell police. Miller had said that Worrell was responsible f- and he was dead, so there wasn't anything that could be done anyway. His profile fitted the police description perfectly. He had been jailed for attempted attempted rape and rape and was released from Yatala Prison in Adelaide in 76, in October 76. And the car accident accounted for the ending of the murders. In April 1979, searches at Truro found two more skeletons, the remains of Vicky Howell and Connie Yordanides. Uh, they were found close together and a kilometre from where Victoria Knight's body was found. Police surveillance of Miller spotted him in, in Adelaide and asked him to accompany them to police headquarters to answer a few questions. Miller was questioned for a while and managed, made no admissions. The interview was completed and police decided to take Miller to the charge room. Miller conceded. He decided to show the police where the bodies are. Um... So they took Miller out to Truro along with forensic and pathology just to make sure Miller didn't have time to change his mind. The media, of course, found out and two reporters were waiting at the scene when the police and Miller arrived. There's a heap of photos from the, them searching the yeah. where the bodies were with him as well, in hand, being handcuffed to a police officer. Miller first directed the police to the positions where the first four bodies had been found um, then further into the bush, Miller stopped at a large shrub and told police they might find another one there. Curled up under the tree was another skeleton of Julie Nikita. Oof. The party then drove to Port Gawler Beach. Eventually, after extensive searching, police discovered the body of Deborah Lamb. Her b- body had been buried in a hole which was covered with wood. Um, the forensic team concluded that this victim suffered the most brutal attack. Her ankles and wrists were bound with cord. Her pantyhose were wrapped around her neck and mouth. Mm. Sand and shell were found in her lungs, suggesting she was buried alive. I'm sorry, did you say shell grit? Yes. 
Fuck. Oh, that's Miller was yeah, charged with four counts of murder. Then the other three were added after further examination. <clears throat> On March 12th, 1980, after a six-week trial, Miller was found guilty of six counts of murder. He was acquitted of the murder of Veronica Knight. He was jailed for life. Miller, however, claims he is innocent of murder. He said that his love for Worrell had made him keep quiet about the killings. I mean, love will make you do crazy things, but I don't think it'd keep my mouth quiet about my partner murdering somebody, or multiple people for that matter. Shell grit. Shell grit. James Miller actually died of cancer in hospital, uh, in prison. He always persisted and kept trying to get the charges dropped because he always said that, yes, he was fine with getting life in prison for um, knowing about him and not doing anything. Right. But he never did any of the killings. Never physically. He said that whenever they picked up the girls, it was his car, they'd drive somewhere, he'd get out and go for a walk. And come back to find the girls deceased, have an argument with Miller, be threatened, and then they'd go and dispose of the body. Mm. So he was an unwitting yeah. accomplice. Yeah, but, and I mean, it all, it all depends yeah, on how, you be- how much you believe that he was, you know, unwilling. And that's up to a yeah. jury, I guess. Well, no, it's, a, it's a very fine line. Very well, fine line. It's funny that you say that, Amber, up to okay. the jurors. Because um, one of the jurors in his trial actually tried to get um, a retrial. Because he believed really? that he should not have been charged with murder. Mm. That he was just the accomplice. Yeah. So, like like Miller said, he he feels really bad about it. He's completely sorry, and he's he'd be fine with getting life for being an accomplice, but not being ch- actual charged with murder. Hmm. Um. So he was fine with being in jail for life. Right. He just didn't want to be on right. that charge. It didn't didn't want to be known as a murderer yeah. when he wasn't. It was just his love for his partner. Right. That, yeah. He was in that situation. James said he has never had sex with a woman. He's a convicted thief but has no record of violence. At the time of the murders, he was 38 years old. I was there at the time for, and for that I am guilty of an unforgivable felony. I fully deserve the life sentence I am currently serving. I'm serving out a life sentence for Chris, but I never killed any of those girls. That's the truth. Yeah, so one of yeah, one of the jurors at his trial actually paid a couple of hundred dollars out of his own pocket to help hire a lawyer to petition the Attorney General for a retrial. Wow. Mm. That's that's commitment. That's fucking hell. So and he said, if a jurist does this, he must have a fair idea of what really happened. Yeah. So, so Miller and Worrell had become friendly with a Deborah, Debbie Skews. Skews. Mm-hmm. Um, I apologise once again for <laughs> mispronouncing. 
when they first went to visit her boyfriend, whom they had known in jail, only to find that he'd walked out on her. To help Debbie get over losing her boyfriend, they had taken her to Mount Gambier for the weekend. But Worrell had become moody and they decided to return to Adelaide on the Saturday afternoon. Late in the afternoon, Worrell was at the wheel after drinking several cans of beer and was driving recklessly through the countryside north of Millicent. Debbie begged him to, for him to slow down and a row ensued with Worrell screaming at the distraught girl and telling her to shut up. Then Worrell yelled, we've got a blowout and the car careered out of control on, onto the other side of the road into oncoming traffic. In an effort to avoid a head-on collision with a vehicle coming the other way, Worrell careered the old Valiant off the side of the road where it spun over and over many times until it came to rest with the three occupants spilled out onto the grass. The accident had been witnessed by several bystanders who immediately ran to the scene but there was little they could do. Debbie and Christopher were dead where they lay. James Miller had suffered a shoulder injury and was taken to hospital in shock. It says here it was his worst nightmare come true. The only, one and only friend he ever had in the world was dead, though he was a killer. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like you need a new circle of friends. Um. <laughs> yeah. So sifting through a lot of what information I find, um, the specialists in these types of areas mm. said, judging by the MO with the succession of murders, mm -hmm. if Worrell had not died... The killings would have gone on. Wow. It would not have but stopped until Right. Yeah, until he either died yeah. or was caught again. So in a way it was a good thing he died. So Well yeah, so there wouldn't No more women lost their lives to this man. Oof. Um But there was there's description with each murder and basically the same they'd pick them up whether they were hitchhiking or from various places like somewhere at bus stops waiting for the bus and they'd right. pick them up um, offer them a lift and then take them somewhere completely different and Miller would park get out and go for a walk Worrell would do his thing and Miller he'd come back and like the first one completely, he, Miller had no idea he was going to kill them. He thought it was just letting him do his thing with the yeah. women. He didn't know, he, like, he didn't realise they were going to be raped or anything like that. I don't get how someone's love could be that strong or you could be that devoted to somebody to continue even after, like, just this to is continue crazy, going with it. You get a bit of an idea, like the fact that he said he's one and only friend. Well, yeah. Died. So because back in that era, if you were gay, you were... Yeah, you were outcast. Yeah. Like, that, was almost in, that was almost asking for a death sentence. Yeah. yeah. Well, funnily enough, one of the other ones I looked into... Um, 
think it was around this same time, might have been a bit earlier. <coughs> and there was a place, I can't remember where it was, but um, all, the, all the gay men would go to this certain area to meet up because at the right. time it was illegal to be gay. Yeah. Um, and um, two guys had been dumped into the river and from that area um, one died and the other survived. He was picked up by this guy who ended up being a murderer, but he didn't kill this guy. Um, turned out it was a undercover vice squad that killed these two. Hmm. Oh. And they they got charged, but eventually the charges were dropped. Of course they were. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a completely different one. But, yeah, it was just about that time, yeah, being yeah. gay was yeah. very shunned upon and, yeah, yeah. Right. and whatnot. So, Man. so Miller was outright gay where Worrell was bisexual. So Right. And he was, yeah, he was Yay very charismatic. Yay for throwing the bi team in there for us. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't my intention. It was just, it was a, a, a oh, just I, I reading know it through wasn't. it. It's like, <laughs> wow. But, Not yeah. in disrepresentation, sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And there is, yeah, like each one, the killing's basically the same, same rep. They yeah. Pick them up. Drive somewhere, Miller go for a walk, come back, argue with Worrell, and then they'd go and dispose of the body. And Damn. Fuck. So I'm just glad that he did die. Um, it was just a shame that another girl lost her life because of him. Yeah. In the yeah. In the accident. Um, but the fact that someone is able to serve some type of justice. Yeah. 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 And um, one of the victim's daughters, thankful that he died, because um, mm-hmm. it closes a chapter for her. But she still doesn't have a mother. Yeah, answers are always good. It just doesn't always change the situation. Yeah, but like I said, it's just that uncertainty because Miller always established that he did not kill anyone yeah, he did he nothing physically, physical uh, yeah like he said he, he was an accomplice and he regretted everything wow what it is. Well, so well yeah, there you go well damn daddy a way to end our season oh, wow. i was trying to find something and uh, that was the first one that came up no i i i, um, I like that because it's in, because we've not had yeah, a, it was, we've not had like a duo for serial killers. No, we? we've not. No, so that's uh, Kate Yeah, very well done. Fuck. Yeah, I'm going to be questioning. Like I said, there's there's a lot more I could read, but it's pretty much just highlighting the same stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's. There was just a point of what there was a certain point that you read out that sounded similar to um, 
I'm gonna have to check real quick. I forgot. Um, there's a part that you read out that was very similar to um the Moors murders, and I didn't know maybe if it was if it was a similar sort of time frame. Then what years? I oh, like how they're all dumped in the same area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was what years was yours again? Sorry, seventy six to seventy seven. No, no, these were 63 to 65, so... No, it was just... Yeah, it, there are there were some similarities and some similar nods almost. You know, one all being dumped in the same place, you know. An age bracket being being one of them as well. Um, all being, you know, raped and then murdered, dumped. And then... And, after what, and then one... Um, confessing and then being taken to to the scene to to dig up you know to help with with the search. There was a lot of points around. I'm like, I'm going to admit it. That's similar. Yeah, that's, yeah, similar yeah. that's similar. That's similar. That's similar. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was. Uh, maybe they had inspiration. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> that was your first one, wasn't it? Uh, not for this season. No, but Moore's murders was oh. for. Um, oh, that was a previous yeah. season. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Wow, well, that, that, that's, you know, but nice one. Well, that wraps us for season six. Holy shit! Woo-hoo. That's uh, that wow. that serial killer's done. Um, for now, for now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely, I think we're probably going to be coming back to to some of these topics yeah. we've done before because there's so many more we could have done. I mean, how, like I said last week. You know, just researching that one that I did, I was re- I researched another five in in the same time to try and figure out which one to do. Oh, I ha- well, yeah. I had it. Oh. Yeah, I've got a. If we ever want to do serial killers like more high profile, yeah, like I've got some ideas. Or if we want to do like, you know, the you know the if we want to go more route of like a family like. Homicide. I yeah. got ideas for that one. Yeah, they call them family annihilators. Excuse me. Yeah. But like, yeah, we got to, we got lots of ideas. We got a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We got we got a uh, more evidence to give to you guys. More more to sift through. Um. Not really. We don't. A hundred percent know what we're doing for season seven. I think we've got we'll a figure rough, it out. Yeah, I think we've got a rough idea, but it's not really been set in stone yet. But we'll figure it out. Don't know when we're going to be back. We never really do. Um, we're sort of off for about <laughs> two or three months. <laughs> no, so I'm not too long. Um, but in the meantime, obviously, we do have our bonus episodes. In the meantime, you know, on the 15th of every month, we have our Patreons. So... Yep. head over to Patreon tier 2 and tier 3 will get you um, all of the bonus content that we produce um, plus much more content um, I can't think of anything else to to, to say to wrap us out really I think that's no. um, check us out, just, keep updated on our thanks. social medias, we'll let you guys know what's going on yes thank you for listening um, but yeah, I think that that's a, that about does it uh, for us for season six. That wraps us out. Yes, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And we'll, well, we'll see, you see next you. season. We'll see you next season. <laughs> season. Bye. 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 Bye.